Yeah, okay. A low-budget cast, what can you do? Well, it's just, uh, it's like every time I turn the equipment on, um, there's a, a setting has to be changed. Every goddamn time. <laughs> show that does yeah welcome back to youtube.com uh slash unfurled no just just youtube.com your butt we are youtube.com now oh we are youtube.com we're gonna get straight up demonetized like a motherfucker you start throwing that around too fucking late and oh no our one dollar and 70 cents listen here you know what there is nothing wrong with a dollar yeah. Matt Fox, I do I do approve of your espresso machine. Oh it yeah, is, oh yeah. I, I was looking at one of these at one time. Is that a single or a heat exchanger? That shit's fancy. Or it, or did you splurge for a double boiler? Double boiler. Double boiler. Double You essentially got three types of hats, tanks, or boilers in your espresso machines. You get the single boiler, which is just one. Heat exchanger is a heating element around the steam wand, and then your double boiler is a separate boiler for your steam wand and a separate boiler for your espresso. Yep. I got steam mine's wand. A, mine's a double boiler. Oh, yeah. The the Breville has those at a fairly reasonable introductory rate, don't they? Well, $1,800, but... That's, uh... that's introductory. <laughs> I promise. Uh, but, yeah, the... Um, I don't know. I, like, I got my little coffee nook set up and i like your coffee nook yeah uh so that's there the the kettle for dirty heathens who drink tea is you know shoved it in the back have a, um, cure, have a cure egg you plebs i <laughs> resemble that remark <laughs> so i'll have you kindly go fuck yourself yeah they uh fuck my, yourself gently well it's funny because we have this nice espresso machine you know where you can make lattes and stuff and then my roommates right now they still buy those fucking pre-packaged fucking milk coffee fucking things because laziness right like not not everybody has the patience to make an espresso i think it takes fucking 30 seconds i know that okay sorry exactly 15.6 seconds to grind the beans into the fucking thing you you can make a lot followed by maybe five seconds to tamp it down then put it in the thing and hit the fucking button 30 seconds later strictly speaking you can make a latte in the same time it takes a keurig to make that shitty ass dribble it calls coffee the thing is it's not even a keurig though it's like a pack of powder that they just add to boiling water. Oh, they get instant mix. Okay. Yeah, it's so instant mix milk. You can definitely coffee, make a latte, latte sooner than it takes to boil a kettle. Yeah. Assuming your espresso machine is warmed up. 
which mine usually is. It's usually. got like a standby mode where instead of running at 200 degrees, it sits at about 135 or so. That's not so bad. And then it'll heat itself back up to 200 and it takes like a couple minutes. I still have to read the manual on my new espresso machine because, oh my God, like, so even if the camper was ready for astral harvest on like, say, Thursday or Friday, Thursday being the first day of the event, <clears throat> I would have been... Getting the camper, putting the shelves, or like putting the covers in, putting the um, the last piece of the ceiling on, nailing it down, um, hooking up the espresso machine to the water filtration system, <coughs> driving to Astral, figuring out the espresso machine when I'm at Astral, hmm. setting it up, programming it, and getting everything ready on the fly. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't so, seem like a good. It would have t it would have happened. I guarantee you. Figuring out an espresso machine doesn't figuring, take that yeah, long. Yeah, figuring out wouldn't have been that hard. But it. Would I mean, have it's been a commercial. It being a commercial machine, yeah. There's a a little more tweaking involved. But I'm pretty sure with the with one like the one you got, you plug it in, and then it's like, oh, put the thing in, hit the go button. Well, there's going to be adjustments for the because it's a volumetric machine that they upgraded me with. So I don't know what volumetric means. Uh, so you have a semi. You're not going to go back any farther, right? I I keep doing that. anyway. Um, so <coughs> having a uh, semi-automatic espresso machine is where you push the button, you count the amount of time it takes to pull the shot, and then you push stop when it's done. Yeah. Semi-automatic allows you for the options with the ristretto, double ristretto, espresso, double espresso, and then manual. Yep. You can set those. Yep. So I would have had to figure out what my dose times are, how to program it, program it, and then keep an eye on it throughout uh, the rest of the day. See, cause, yeah, because mine has the manual button. Yeah. Where you press it and then you press it again. Odds are they have some pre preset defaults. Yeah, and then mine also has the single shot and double shot. But I would have had to figure out what my, um, my dose times and temperatures and all that were going to be. Before I actually started serving the coffee, I don't really want to use the presets. Yeah. I, uh, it would work in, like, a last-ditch effort. But. It was funny, too, because, like, I was trying to figure out what the fuck was wrong with my machine, because I'm like, fuck me, the double shot doesn't fucking do anything at all. It does nothing. It just, it's the same amount of fucking water. It's the same fucking time. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? To the point where I even went and I took a picture of, uh what the fuck was going on with it yeah uh fucking if i can oh god why why is this a thing i i, I want to pull this picture up so i can show it to you but it, it's um i i yeah here we go so uh i went and i put the uh oh god why is it so slow uh i went and i put the um uh you know what are what is it called the the double wall filter on so I put the single shot double wall filter on the espresso machine. Uh, and then I did a single shot pull and a double shot pull. And that's the water that came out right there. So single shot, double shot yeah, you with a double wall. So it was running at nine bar the entire fucking time. I watched the pressure. Yeah. So at nine <laughs> bar, it pulled the exact same amount of water. So I'm like, well, maybe if I put the double shot cup in... And I put the double shot cup in, and it's the double wall, double shot cup. So, it, again, it ran at nine bar, 
and I did a single and double shot and exactly the same amount of water. Right. Uh And then I was like, well, maybe it's something to do with the pressure. So I just put the naked single wall, full double shot cup on and ran a single shot and a double shot pull. Exactly the same amount of fucking water. And I was like, what the fuck, Breville? What is wrong with my fucking coffee maker? And they're like, oh, no, it comes default where they're set exactly the same. You have to set a double <laughs> shot yourself. And I was like, wait, fucking really? See, that That's was my funny. first assumption. <laughs> so you should have just asked me, man. Well, all right, see, the, the thing the, is, the, the presets on my espresso machine are not working. Have you checked to see what they are? No. <laughs> <laughs> I figured like I figured they'd have a sane like san like you know everything comes with a sane <laughs> preset already to put in. It makes sense that they should make them two different things, but you should have checked. <laughs> so cuz yeah, like my my grinder is capable of automatically dosing uh you know uh, multiple shots. Um so the and I wanted to set up the Breville to be able to pull multiple shots. So oh, yeah. and so for this whole endeavor for Astro Shots, do you want to see the two hundred foot two twenty volt cord I made? Why? Because I needed it. Why did you need a two hundred foot two twenty? Because Astro Harvest recommends two hundred feet of power cord, and I have to be able to plug into a generator. So I hooked up an LP fourteen thirty cord. Or a connector, which was the generator connector. Okay. 220 volts at 30 amps. And it goes directly into a 220 volt plug for my espresso machine. Huh. Not bad. Yeah. So I've learned a lot from doing this. Like a whole fuck ton of doing this. Because I've never rewired taillights for a truck before. I've never rebuilt a camper before. I've... Barely even operated a coffee shop before. <clears throat> so it's a lot okay. of new cool stuff. It's a lot of new cool stuff, and I'm really excited for it. Like, That's I've had awesome. to put this on the back burner since I stopped doing music shots like two years ago. So it's really fun. Yeah, Fucking. Well, you're finally doing it. Matt yeah. Fox is saying to get a manual lever operated. No. No, I'm not <laughs> doing that. Um. Never. One, I don't have that much money. And two... Why? Um, I'm not hipster enough. <laughs> That's about the only reason I could justify getting something like that. It, you know, it, it's sort of like... It's sort of like saying, oh, why buy a decent vehicle when you can buy a bike for a hundred grand? <laughs> because I don't want to go slower for more work generally get a less than good result because of varying things when i can have a machine for less where i hit a button and it does it for me <laughs> automatically monitored pressures well, regulated you timings have, regulated you have to be a real fucking nerd and a real fucking coffee enthusiast to be like i need a manual lever operated espresso maker. Yeah. Because 
that is like a pretentious level of coffee involvement. Well, and the, the thing is, I, I don't like it. this whole thing where people are like, oh, that's going to give you better coffee. No, it's not going to give you better coffee. Scientifically, it will not give you better coffee. Hey, you get more control over what the actual pressure and extraction yeah. is of kind of, but... For the most part, with the level of knowledge that people have, they're not going to be able to use it properly. The, no, that's I my imagine, problem with I it. I imagine the all the regulated like presets and stuff like that are probably pretty decent. I mean, well, oh, you're talking semi-automatic, Matt Fox. Well, oh, uh, like the the big uh, like the the big thing about fucking like people are like, yeah, you get more control. You know what's great about humans having more control over a thing? Humans inherently suck at fucking everything. We can't measure pressure at 350 times per fucking second. A computer, however, can. Therefore, intrinsically, a computer always will make a better fucking espresso given the proper settings than a human will be able to create. Ever. Ever. So, you know, I just really hope you don't see a manual-operated like lever espresso machine in somebody's house and start ragging on them because I bet you they love that machine and everything about it. <laughs> See, but if you own one of those, you probably know how to properly operate it, or at least you'd like to think so. Yeah, I would hope so. Like, you don't buy a machine like that without knowing exactly what it's for. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, would you, you would can, you go out and buy a manual, like a manual transmission and be like, yeah. I have no idea you know, how they, do you drive this? Well, the Breville so, the Tal has, you can use that with no knowledge whatsoever, pretty much. Yeah, yeah reasonably you can. yeah it's reasonably foolproof Same um, with you kind of have to know how to steam milk because it doesn't have a frother tip or anything but I mean, that goes without saying um, i would say yeah but um no because like the the thing is i don't have a problem with somebody buying one because they think they're really cool and they have a thing for like the ritual of doing it all and knowing it i don't have a problem with that the problem i have is exactly the point in which somebody tries to tell me that it's going to make it's going to be better that it's going to be better that's <laughs> where you lose me immediate it's like manual transmission i love manual i love driving stick it is so fun. They're great. The new double clutch automatic transmissions are better and faster in every way than manual transmissions. Okay, you know what my problem with automatic is, though, is people's like complete lack of ability to understand their car. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like that. But the thing is, those those like sport style like double clutch fucking manual transmissions are faster at shifting accelerate faster more efficient in basically every way from a human operated stick shift they are superior the computer can do it better See, that didn't used to be true though that didn't used to be true but technology has reached a point where that's where we're at now so it's like is are you going to go like if you have a Ferrari like there's a big reason like Ferraris and Lamborghinis and shit use the fucking paddle shifts because you know and even then you're not going to use fucking uh you're not even you're probably going to just let the computer do the fucking shifting for you when it thinks is best because it knows exactly where the power band is it knows exactly what's going on in the transmission and while you don't and then you don't have to think about it so the computer's going to do it better it's just for me it's more fun using a stick shift well i i definitely prefer having my stick shift like one 
I like being able to tell my car when is good. If I want to be fuel efficient, I can generally be fuel efficient. If I want to drive like a maniac, I can definitely do that too. It Automatic is fine. There's places for it, but I do believe everyone should have the basic concept of how a car shifts I because they just don't get it. And a lot of the people that I know that drive manual over a standard tend to have better sense of their vehicles. Yeah, I mean, people don't buy a manual vehicle without being into cars. Yeah. It's sort of like the manual coffee but machine. I feel, I feel you don't like, buy a manual coffee machine without being fucking really into yeah, coffee. Yeah, but I don't have to manage like my car's internal oil pressure <laughs> just to get it to shift gears. Yeah, no. see, there's a there's a vast difference between coffee and cars. Let's yeah. Like it's and, not that hard to learn. Sorry, you go ahead, Adam. Oh no, I was going to say I just don't think it's a like it's honestly it's purely preference. I mean, if you like if you like automatic transmission, Drive an automatic transmission. If you prefer manual transmission, drive a manual transmission. Oh, yeah. I just I think, think that being able to use a manual transmission should be some don't, basic don't get requirement of owning a car. I don't necessarily I don't necessarily agree with that. Like, necessary to drive a car. I'd say if it's... I think it's important to learn. I think it's very important to learn just because you never know if you're in this I situation. I think it's important enough to learn that everybody should know how to do it because manual cars are still prevalent. Um, They're not as popular anymore. I actually think that our driver's exam should be similar to Germany's. I do too. Where where after you get your learners, there's the whole year-long thing. And then it's like you have to go through something like 20 fucking hours of in-car lessons. And then you have to do all this shit. Emergency driver's training should be mandatory. Oh, yeah. And if you get your driver's license in the summer, you have to retest again in the winter. Oh, you know a practical reason (laughs) I do have for having a manual? But I drive a trailer with my Civic. Oh yeah, that. My, so that, that is warranted. I suppose, like with a with an auto, you could just select gears. It's yeah, it's just generally not recommended, and that would be a pain in the ass. I might as well just get a manual because I know yeah. how to ride a clutch. Um, but yeah, the and like I said, the thing with going manual and stuff, yeah, it is personal preference. And if you really like it, fucking do whatever you want. But the it again, it's the, you lose me at the point where you tell me that the human can do it better. No, no, the human can't. And Humans they could, suck. They could up until about five years ago. <laughs> that's, like that's that wasn't that was a valid excuse once. Yeah, better fuel mileage because the slush box just wasn't really that efficient. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, same thing with like manual espresso machines or fucking, and you say that um, old cars aren't easier to work on, but that Dodge was easy as fuck. <laughs> There's nothing to it, dude. I, I Except don't... for the part where I destroyed the control arm. That was my fault. I would, I would not, I would not agree that newer cars are easier to work on. I would absolutely reinforce the fact that old cars are much easier because <laughs> I... I spent hours and hours a day in shop for three years and all of high school. I firmly stand by that old cars are easier to work on. They absolutely are because there's there's generally there's way more space. Um, everything's not cramped like a lot of new vehicles now. You basically have to, to take off the your... safety precautions and procedures and all that. Yeah, basically. The wires are run fucking anywhere. Wow, and basically like with new vehicles, you have to take apart half the fucking vehicle also to, get your, what, uh, to get your to get your battery out. Yeah, like well, so if the, you're a bad designer, that's how your battery works. And but well, unfortunately, a lot of the new design because <laughs> it's like this sleek. And I understand, like everything has to evolve. That's, that's the same totally reason you fair. can't really fix iPhones. 
well, like for why they're not as easily maintainable as something much simpler like well so i actually wanted something really funny fucking the uh, sebring uh sebring convertible to get the fucking battery out you have to take the wheel off and the bat the brake hub off and then reach in under the fucking quarter panel like you have to pull the quarter panel plastic out like from the inside the wheel well and reach in there and slide it out that's, that's fucking stu- stupid the stupidest thing i've ever heard like, <laughs> like, like and i i know shit like batteries behind bumpers or fucking underneath engines or like you know ask anybody who owns a subaru how they like getting their uh spark plugs changed oh yeah that's uh that's a brutal task on any boxer engine or getting their or switching up their oil getting yeah. the oil filter right around the exhaust manifold yeah yeah great. uh park your car for an hour then change your oil <laughs> yeah um, I, I just feel like there's i don't know there, there's no there's not a lot of point in just making things like it's like you have a vendetta against anyone that wants to work on that vehicle like the designers were just like a lot of the times they just do if, if they're john deere they do yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. They tried to sue those people for. Yeah. Cause they're their... like, you don't technically own the tractor. You bought a license to use the tractor. Okay. What? Yeah. That was a the thing. They were trying to claim that their tractors were actually licensed like software. So like software, you can't modify them. See? What? And yeah, that's a thing. You that can happened. use this particular example as to why. Anyway. Yeah. Well, and, you know, talking about uh, older vehicles being easier to work on, I think a lot of it has to do with space, right? Oh, no, it's fuck, huge. There's a fuckload of space in the older vehicles. Well, the and thing the is, systems were very simple. Well, the, the thing is, um, a lot of the systems were very simple, but, like, really, the bigger di- biggest differences between o- older vehicles and modern vehicles are that modern vehicles have a fuckload of sensors everywhere. That's, no, and that's absolutely true. Well, like, if these things had been built mm-hmm. in any way to allow for ease of access or well so replaceability the, well that and the other big difference too is that all of the extra space in the engine bay that isn't there anymore but what's left of it is usually covered in plastic to make it pretty or you have that big ass air box whereas before you just had a fucking filter slapped onto a fucking throttle body where now they they for noise regulations and stuff for resonance they have those fi- big boxes for the air yeah, like uh, you they've know, got the big gear covers. So, and... so the thing is, when working on a modern vehicle, first thing you do is you pull off the airbox, and suddenly there's a fuckload of room in the engine bay. And, like, half the wiring you can generally ignore because it's like, oh, that's your O2 sensor. Oh, that's this sensor. Oh, that's your cam position sensor. Blah, blah, blah. You know, you, you, it's just a fuckload of sensors. Other than that, all the basic shit's there, right? Uh, you know, instead of a distributor, you have an ignition coil. Right. And you might have a couple ignition coils. So, you, you know, if you're going to change out a distributor because your distributor is broken, you just swap out your ignition coil. Well, or instead of a carburetor where you have to take off the carburetor, clean it out and all that shit, you'd have injectors, which you just pull out your injectors and clean them. Right. So there, there's anal- analogous parts in the vehicles. It's just they're usually a little harder to get to just because you have to maneuver around all the other bullshit. Well, and you, you know what's funny too, though. Like my my cousin's actually uh, been a mechanic for a while, and he even mentioned that he's like, honestly, ninety percent of what I do now is all wiring and electrical. Oh yeah, he said well, that. Mm-hmm. He said that like the last time he's actually changed like a 
a full on like any kind of moving mechanical part. He's like it's so rare. He's like most of the time the issue <laughs> is all electrical. Yeah. So, you know, I've had several issues with like there's an issue with my Subaru right now. The EGR valve sensor is broken and it's a common problem. Um, so you just replace a sensor. A lo- like and that's the other thing. Like the in newer vehicles, everyone's like, oh they you know, they break all the time. <clears throat> And the thing is, about 10 years ago, you would have been correct because those sensors failed constantly. And the thing is, like 85% of the issues you're going to have with a newer vehicle is going to be in the sensor. And those sensors just were not very reliable. On the uh, the tire sensor just are just awful, too. Oh, yeah. For some reason required. So so the new, yeah, the new the sensors, sensors and shit. yeah, the new sensors in the vehicles are a lot more reliable and they <clears> tend to work a lot longer. So, you know, you're going to be replacing them less, you know? So like, for example, my Nissan, it's, it's an 08. And the only problem I have with the thing is the gas fucking, the Mm -hmm. gas, uh, door doesn't close. I don't know. It just doesn't close anymore. Cause I, yeah. And I have no problem working on the civic. Like it's not a complicated vehicle, but it is not a complicated vehicle. It's like the most base model thing you can get. Or um, uh, on my Subaru, there was a thing where the, uh, um, my, uh, oh, fuck, it's the air conditioning idler pulley was whining. So I literally just cut the belt off. And then I was like, there, now you're quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I just went into the fucking engine. The with mechanic. This, I went into the engine with this set of tin snips, went to the belt and just went. And then I pulled the belt out. And that was the end of that one. My serpentine belt was making noise, so I just went and cut it. <laughs> Jesus. My timing belt was making a lot of noise, so I just <laughs> cut it off. No, my pistons are bent. I don't know what went wrong. Yeah, I don't understand. That's, um, that's ridiculous. But the, 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 one of the cooler things about modern vehicles, especially the, the ultra-modern ones, you know, where they have, like, ridiculous engine management systems, is that, like... 90% of the problems with the engine can be solved with a USB cable. Hmm. You plug a you fucking USB cable in, go in and go, oh, the, you know, blah, blah, blah is causing knocking at some place here. Uh, let's just pull out some timing. I only have okay. one real request of like any future car that I buy. Please don't make it wireless. <laughs> just don't. You mean like the Jeeps that people found out you can hack? It, like everything you can hack a jeep that's yeah. every car i'm pretty sure that has a wireless feature has been hacked by now uh no there was somebody put up something apparently jeep had a really shitty system uh, that would allow one, you to was... engage the brakes wirelessly yeah there uh. were, was it a jeep I, I'm pretty sure it was... It, I, I remember hearing about that, oh and God, I seem to recall it being be one of the American providers, like Chrysler or... Uh, That's yes. Yeah, hackers, uh, <laughs> hackers remotely kill a jeep on the highway with me in it. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That's the one. Yeah. They're, they're driving so, seventy miles an hour. Apparently, they disabled the brakes. Yeah. That's that's my only request, car manufacturers. I've never wanted my car to be fucking wireless. Yeah. Please uh, don't make it wireless. Don't buy a Tesla then. Tesla updates over the air. I can't afford one anyway. <laughs> it's basically I, mean, I don't like know what a... problem of mine that's going to be. Yeah. Well, and see, I find it funny with, with Teslas because Tesla right now is the only vehicle manufacturer on the planet where you get new features on your car after you bought it. I just, I love the fact that it's like, you know, 
at what like a 600 horsepower router like driving around like yeah well like i do want to build a cell phone repeater into my camper but that's for different reasons yeah well it, the like because that's the thing like with tesla what they did was that whole like auto driving feature the autopilot yeah that wasn't on their cars at all on any of them and then when that feature rolled out they just updated all the cars now everyone gets it. It's not just the 2017 model. It's any vehicle compatible like, with that that's feature. That's actually kind of a good reason to do it. Yeah. Yeah, don't get me wrong. That's I think that's awesome being able to like, bring like, um, the new appar- features. To... Apparently you can start your car over Wi-Fi See, too. If they wanted to treat the over-the-air stuff like an actual operating system that needs to be hardened and needs protected and needs to have security yeah if they treated it like that it might be okay but they don't no well and except for maybe tesla well they that's the tesla does because tech is their thing but like you know my parents were bitching about their lexus because they're like the nav is terrible and they never update it ever never and like i was thinking about it too because you know how long why do i need gps in my car though when my when google has the same thing yeah Yeah, and like here's the thing though with all of these infotainment systems and vehicles um you know a lot of them they got like oh pandora in them well when was the last time you fucking heard of pandora a couple years ago and sirius and uh, yeah you know so these technologies are changing but these infotainment systems don't ever yeah they so, are just completely... I'm happy with my CD player, thank you. It doesn't need updates. It plays music, and I have an auxiliary jack for yeah. literally everything else. Yeah. I don't need an infotainment unit. I have a phone. Well, I'm going to be installing an Android tablet into in my vehicle. Yeah, that's fine, and you yeah. can replace that when it's old. Exactly. So yeah, at least it gives you the option to be modular. Yeah, I can update it. The thing that pisses me off is with these systems that are fucking like hard fucking built into the vehicle. There's a bunch now where the fucking air conditioning and heating is controlled through the infotainment system. So if you remove it and say you want to get like a Pioneer stereo, you're fucked. You can't do it. It, the, otherwise you lose entire you entirely lose control over all of the heating in your vehicle by the way they also super glued everything to itself and the car can never be serviced yeah it's fucking ridiculous so right. yeah i will and the thing is they'll never update it so the thing is like right now how old's my car my car is 10 years fucking 10 years old yep so is mine so if my car had one of those ridiculous infotainment systems, I'm now selling a 10-year-old vehicle with a 10-year-old fucking computer that's they never been updated uh, attached to it. Yeah, that can't ever be changed and <laughs> it will probably break soon. Yeah, so it just fucking ent- ruined the resale value of any new vehicle forever. I I guess it's kind of like... <laughs> I can't I can't say much cuz evidently I can put updates on a USB stick and update my Yeah. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. I evidently. So that's fairly common. It's just not all the time. Well, and no, it's not all the time, but you have to you have to look at the average. It also depends what kind of a tuner market you have for your car cuz you may yeah. have people that have hacks and stuff for it as well. That's it's, Oh, absolutely. And like but... 
all of this is one of the reasons I actually still appreciate the way Subaru does it. Because if you get their premium system, it's except a fucking... for the way they treat you in their show lot. Well, that yeah, but the the premium stereo system is a fucking pioneer double din stereo standard. It's like it's just there. Right. So and then later on down the line, if you want to replace your fucking stereo, you just pull it out and put the new one in the fucking hole. In my case, if I ever want to replace the stereo in my car, I just buy a new um, a new dash fitting. Yeah, exactly. Because there's an aftermarket for it. But that you can do that with fucking Lexus or BMW or Acura or I believe the new Hondas are now all fucked up like that. Are they? Yeah. So they're like a bunch of them. You can't, you know, you can't change out your stereo. Okay. Which I don't also like the new sucks. Hondas anyway. Well, it, which also sucks because it means that the aftermarket stereo market is dying. So all the new stereos also suck. <laughs> It's fucking brutal. Ugh. But yeah, we should uh, to actually... start building our own speakers. We should actually talk about a thing. We are talking about... Uh, yeah, um, we've talked about many things. Yeah, First to, it was the coffee well, cart. Today, I'm, I've got some news for you. What's that? Uh, what, what news is that? Yeah, uh, we're going to talk about some uh, uh, creationists. Yay! Ooh, everybody's favorite idiots. Um, fucking... I don't know, you don't know that. They might have other favorite idiots. <laughs> um, so the creation. my favorite idiot. <laughs> uh, so for those who don't know, there's a very famous creationist goes by the name Ken Ham. Never heard of him. Ken Ham. Ken Ham. Uh, I believe he's an Australian. Uh, dude's fucking just retarded, though. Um, you know, he... Uh, like full blown creationist, he tried to debate Bill Nye, and that did not end well for him. <laughs> oh, that thing. Um, you know, and he went to oh fuck, was it Tennessee? I'm pretty sure it was Tennessee. I had it up and I forgot it. Uh, um, 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 bridge. Um, um. Tennessee was it Tennessee? I think it was Tennessee. Uh, do, 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 do. Kentucky. Sorry, not Tennessee. It was Kentucky. So Ken Ham goes to Kentucky. Used millions, got like um, several. I think it was tens of millions of dollars grant to build a life-size to scale arc. And he called it the Ark Experience. And it was going to be a theme park. It was supposed to be like the Disneyland for creationists. <laughs> um, uh, at least they're going out to sea. Uh, yeah, apparently. <laughs> so he built this fucking Ark. And it's called the Ark Encounter. And, you know, when he first built it, they were estimating, you know, re- ridiculous fucking revenues. <laughs> Uh, oh, you like, know. Ev- like they expected everyone just to flock to oh, this Oh, yeah, boat. like, they were like, oh, yeah, 200... Something that has, like, no actual significant relevance. It was something like they were estimating something stupid, like $200 million a year in revenues. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I hope it's uh, built exactly like a cruise ship, because... Uh, well, what, I'm... What I, kind of fat chance calculator did they use? I mean, that that's what it fucking looks like. 
sell Christian theme park to themselves to avoid. Yeah, that, well, that's the article. So that that's what the fucking boat looks like. Amazing. It's just a giant fucking that wooden is, slab. That is definitely an arc. Um, yeah, that is. Well, I mean, it's a boat. Yeah. Um, and it, it is interesting in the sense that the whole thing is an actual boat made entirely out of wood. It is built entirely out of lumber. Um, so I it, hope it, he's a very good carpenter. <laughs> um, so, and, and the thing is, it was, it, it, it's actually, I think it's the largest uh, freestanding wooden structure on the planet. Where you know, so it it is interesting. It's kind of a marvel of engineering, really. And it was funny because he built it to prove that the ark could be built, and then it turns out that it took something like uh like five thousand man years to build it between all of the teams and people oh they God. had fucking five thousand man years. Yeah, it was just a ridiculous <clears throat> fucking amount of time. Because of all of the like huge amounts of teams and people and workers and laborers and shit all building this thing. And the thing is, they're all using like modern tools, you know, drills and fucking like hacksaws and all that shit, you know, and he's like, and he was originally building it to prove that it could be built by someone like Noah. And they're like, well, no, not so much. If it yeah, could be not built one by guy, <laughs> several hundred people. Yeah. If you have several hundred thousand if, people, maybe you if can Noah build had it. several thousand hands. Yeah. You know, like several thousand people. Yeah. You can build it in, you know, a, a few years. Days. Yeah. Uh, but one man. No. And the thing is, like, the story goes, apparently he built it in, like, 40 years or something. But they're like, so using modern tools and quick modern building techniques, it took something ridiculous, like 5,000 man years of labor. So not so much. No, you can't do that. It's busted. Yeah. Um <laughs> But anyway, and then it was the source of a bunch of controversy because it's not making anywhere near as much money as they thought it would. And originally, Surprise. what do we got, boys? Yeah, and originally, we got a raccoon yeah, and, and five dollars. Originally, he was like Ken Ham's, like I invite creationists to come down, you know, challenge their beliefs, and oh or, or not, not uh, I invite atheists to come down, maybe challenge some of their beliefs. And well, um, by building a boat, it, well, it's a there's an entire no, theme park and tour the... and shit in there. Like it's a, like it's like the Royal Terrell Museum, except for religious. Uh, it's it's funny because jobs. he says that like he's like, come one, come all atheists, because clearly you don't have enough information about religion. Yeah, exactly. When you know, most he's of inviting them, are them to come change their mind and stuff, you know. And there's a nice restaurant in there and huh. all this shit. Oh yeah, I'll I'll be praising the Lord Jesus you know, while I'm mowing down on some fish and in, chips. Information on how he fit all of the animals, you know, the the pair of each animal. Well, he just sort of stacked them one head on top of the yeah. other and. Uh, Shove them into you know, a closet. Let, let's forget the fact that uh, breeding a spe an entire population of animals from just two samples, including you know, a male people. and female, yeah, j from just one pair of male and female, breeding entire population of animals out of that is not possible. And genetically, you'd require something along the lines of, I believe it's about 3,200. Has anyone here watched Buddy Thunderstruck? Mm, yes. Uh, Handsome Joe? 
Yes. That's what I imagine that population would be like. Well, they'd just die, actually. They'd all end up sterile within two generations. Okay, well, either way, <laughs> if they were to continue producing like that, handsome Joe. Yeah. Um. So anyway, <laughs> ignoring all of that, he's like, yeah, come down, check out my exhibits and information. And then they did. And it was such a flop. And it was so terrible that they banned people taking video. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. They weren't even like yeah, first good step. Yeah. Just like please don't spread the. And awful. they've started discouraging atheists from showing up. Well, yeah, because um, now they're just. I wonder why that part didn't work. Yeah, and then <laughs> uh, just recently, uh, they lit the thing up in a rainbow, like you know, like a gay pride fucking rainbow boat lit up in the night, like a beacon of faggotiness. And fucking he put it up a tweet saying that it's now permanently lit up in rainbow to show how God owns rainbows and created them. And they are a sign of his covenants. That is not. No. <laughs> and now I'm wondering if he's actually trolling. You might be. <laughs> um, well, I mean, might just be trolling. I'll go. I'll it's go a party straight on. up gay pride float boat, is what it is. Maybe, maybe he's gone straight up delirious from you oh, know. I'll all go that for money. ride on gay as arc. Yeah. Well, it's funny because you say he's making money, but he's not. He's losing no. money on it. Well, I guess he took the grant, it's, a lot of the grant money, and ran. But no, fucking that place is failing and it's bringing down the community because there's this community that paid a fuckload of money for this because they're like yeah having like a theme park near near us will revitalize our community get people coming through tourism and shopping it'll be great and then none of that happened on honestly all they have to do to make money out of it is just put a big south park sticker on the outside of it and just call it big gay al's big gay arc ride yeah well and so but then that's not the news though that's all just leading up to what just happened uh where they uh, uh so the uh, kentucky i think it was the state kentucky put in a new law for a safety thing it's uh, some sort of safety tax of some sort. Uh, and it would pull something like uh, 50 cents per ticket would be taxed. And they pulled in an estimated 1.4 million visitors. Um, wow. Yeah. So in their, their first year. So that would mean they'd owe somewhere along $700,000 in taxes. Wow. And they're already not doing very okay. So having so, to pay all them taxes yeah. is not going to happen. Well, yeah. and the thing is, uh, you know, originally when they opened, they declared themselves a for-profit organization because it got them a bunch of tax incentives from the state, like those grants that oh. they got. Right. Oh, okay. And then it comes time to, you know, mm. pay the start, piper. start paying back. Mm. So, so what do they do? Ark Encounters LLC sells the entire company and all of its assets to Ark Encounters, the nonprofit organization oh. for $10. Oh, I didn't know um, tax dirty. laws were retroactive. <laughs> well, the thing is, this one... They, can they even do that I, for I, one? I, I believe this one would have been a retroactive tax, but... 
they're like or no it was just so that from going forward they wouldn't have to pay it so they're just oh. like they just sold ten dollars we're a non-profit now now we don't pay any taxes wow fuck you state holy wow. shit <laughs> that's actually kind of brilliant because they're just like and we're a non-profit organization fuck you yeah. Well, I mean, if they were really clever, they might have done that first. I love how godly well, no, these people are doing all this shady fucking shit. Like, just is, the is shadiest shit. Is it a non-profit shit. or not for profit? Uh, it's, uh, I, aren't those the same thing? I believe there are, are differences. Uh, if so you're a not-for-profit, you could still technically make money. But if you're a non-profit, everything... Sold the park... To their non-profit affiliates. Okay. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, and, and they're claiming that also they shouldn't have to pay other taxes because oh, they I'm have sure. a Christian ministry in there. So oh, it's, it's like, we can't pay taxes like the rest of them. Yeah. Meanwhile, like, I'm just sitting here like, uh, no, religions shouldn't be tax exempt anymore. Period. Ever. So what are they going to do? Just like when you go to the... When you go to like the admission booth, they're just gonna hold out a collection plate and Yeah. Well the thing do is Do I get to sell my, you know, business to a non profit organization so I don't pay taxes? Like Yeah. Is that how that works? It's fucking ridiculous. Uh it's you know, but you know, I guess Kentucky let uh, legally allows that bullshit to happen. You know? Land of the free, man. Yeah. Thanks, Kentucky. Well, the thing is, this to me... That's an American is just a, it's the, I love it. I love this. Thank you, Ken Ham, for building this monument to American Christian frivolity. I love it. It is one of my favorite things this year. Yeah, it's so basically frivolous. Like, such a frivolous adventure. It's basically like... Adventure. A, <laughs> It's I don't a know giant, why I added the ad. It's a giant symbol of exactly how shit is. Exactly. It's a giant <laughs> symbol uh, of how religion doesn't fucking sell. Fucking nobody is buying the creationist bullshit. You know, the, the religions are well, trying to you know, scam states choose, out of their fucking money. If you're going to choose religion, you should do something better than creationism. Yeah. Because that's like the worst one. <laughs> I, I mean, worst out of all of them. Not, I, I mean, mean as, the as far as aren't throwing predominant people North of, American religion. Yeah, well, creationists aren't throwing people off of buildings, so they could do worse. Yeah, but, I mean, they're not. Um, they're who, like the D. Who are the people that everybody religion. used to yeah. hate while they were still relevant? You know, there are Westboro the other, Baptist Church. Yeah, there's yes. the Westboro Baptist Church and stuff. They're just the they're they're the bully going around ruining everyone's day. The creationists like Ken Ham are just like the kid I with the dunce cap sitting yeah, off in the corner. I was going to say creationist is the is strictly speaking the dumbest religion. Yeah, because yeah. it's the one that bases well, everything off. Of there the... is Mormonism and Scientology. Those as are well. also fair. Uh, those well, three together are like, you know, that group of really idiotic kids. I mean, at least if you kids. believe in aliens, Scientology is somewhat plausible. Well, Mormonism too, but... And Mormonism. <laughs> but like, creationism is just like, yeah, Earth is 6,000 years old. Try to prove it, motherfucker. And, and they're like, like okay, um, half-life and aging rocks. Uh, not only that, uh, the light hitting us from the star over and there is a billion years old. Um... 
the <laughs> rings on this tree go back further. Yeah, uh, it's like, see that? That's older. Yeah. Now what? Yeah. <laughs> this tree, it's 7,000 years old. Yeah. yeah 6,001. What now? Um, yeah, like checkmate creationist. Yes. Basically, no, like, that's yeah, the thing. Like, like creationism, Mormon, and uh, fucking Scientology. Creationism that... is the dunce cap. A Buddha well, is the fat kid. No, the, but the thing is, those three religions together, it, they are that group of really fucking idiotic stoner kids that you had in your high school that would just come in and never pay attention. And all three of them sat in their little group at the back of the class, drawing pictures of fucking Beavis and butthead and shit. See, I was the fourth person at those tables because we had <laughs> tables of four. <laughs> I mean, I paid attention in class, but they were definitely right next to me. Yeah. So, but yeah. Uh, tax evading, failing theme parks, gay symbols, all of it wrapped up into well, a fucking yeah, boat. Th this story's got everything, man. It really does. It has deceit. It has money laundering. It <laughs> has tax evasion. It has idiots. Creationism. The world's largest freestanding structure. Men too big <laughs> for their britches. Disproving certain parts of the Bible accidentally while trying to <laughs> prove certain parts of I the Bible. I love that part, actually. You know, I love the, we're going to prove That this is something. possible. Turns out it's not possible. Yeah, oh. turns out it's even more unrealistic than expected. <laughs> I, I feel as though there was just like a sheet of statistics and they're like, ha ha. Oh, wait, just it was upside down. <laughs> And then they just turn around and they're like, oh. Facts are believing these, in something even though you know they aren't true. These, these no, they, numbers were yeah. grossly overestimated. Yeah. <laughs> we're sorry. Yeah, like, sorry, Bible. Sorry, sorry. That, that's on us. We probably, we probably shouldn't have posted any mm -hmm. of those statistics. Mm -hmm. Probably shouldn't have even tried. Um, <laughs> that's a bad idea. Well, that's that's on us. My though. bad, guys. Uh, take backsies. Take yeah. backsies, anyone? That's that's on us. We're still so, doing. Uh, I called take backsies in when I started this project. So uh, yeah. I would like to rescind all of my uh, heresy. <laughs> Do you imagine doing like a public apology to the Bible? Oh my god! <laughs> uh, a one-on-one -on -one conversation with the Bible. We just like uh, we just like to go out there and say we're sorry. Um. We didn't mean what we said. Or it's uh, just two schizophrenic men yelling at each other. Yeah. It could I, be. I like what Ski Sharp said. Uh, two of each animal, males only. There are some parts of the Bible I like and parts I don't like. <laughs> uh, That's ridiculous. Like I, I want to see the furry slash fic of Noah's Ark. Uh, I don't know if you do. <laughs> Uh, you? you know what? I <laughs> I think no. somebody. I think a furry needs to do a gay romance novel based on Noah's. Ark. I think I oh. could do an erotica based on Noah's Ark. <laughs> oh my dear lord! <laughs> That's just up my alley. And then immediately burn it. <laughs> Everyone uh, fucking. Yeah. Everything. Everything. Everyone fucking anything. They're all. They're. They're all just like it's the end of the world. Orgy. Then, you know, maybe some of the animals dress themselves up as females because they have you know a male lover and they want to get on the ark together. So one of them dresses up as the lady and then they <laughs> both get on. Then they both start fucking and then it turns out there's a whole slew. Yeah. Of, they're all gay. Last, they all dressed and it's up just as like, women. It's then the whole boat just becomes the end of the world gay orgy. And then they fuck Noah and his dumb wife. <laughs> 
Why is his wife dumb? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> stupid, stupid lady. Because she was in the Bible, and therefore from a time when p- we could call people primitives pretty easily. He gets it. <laughs> oh, I'm a terrible Just ragging on his fucking wife for no yeah. reason. <laughs> do you have an article, Adam? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. But Better than this. I yeah, I don't know I if I could top that, on though. Christianity in a while. It's been a while. It I'm proud been of you. A while. And so. Also, it was fun, so thank you. <laughs> Take that, Christianity. <laughs> Fucking... What? Now I just want to... Now I just have to find something, you know, the Muslims did. Maybe I'll do something similar Why? in, like, Mecca. Well, because none of the religions are sacred. I'm sure there, there's got to be, like, a Muslim Disneyland equivalent. <laughs> That, that's equally this, terrible. This probably lands. <laughs> Bollywood. No, no, that, that hey, Bolly, Bollywood, Bollywood is, is awesome. Bollywood is fantastic. Bollyland, you take that back. Bollywood is the rip I never off said it was park. bad. <laughs> you just said you wanted a fucking equivalent. <laughs> Are you implying that Jesus. Hollywood sucks? Uh, that Hollywood because they're sucks. imitating them? <laughs> oh, Bollywood is imitating Hollywood. I know. But uh, the, some of the greatest things in fucking human entertainment are because of Bollywood. Like the Terminator robot thing. No, Tunak Tunak Tun is just Arabic music. Okay. Um, but Bollywood is responsible for such gems as the Terminator robot thing that turns into, that joins up with a whole bunch of copies of itself into a giant rolling ball of death that rolls through the fucking city, killing everything. I believe they're also responsible for the death of like dozens of horses. Yeah, they are. Um, they're, they're also responsible for a dude getting out of a vehicle that is drifting, standing, like just stands up out of it and opens the door, pulls out a gun, shoots an SUV once the SUV explodes and does a bunch of fucking flips flying over top of him where he reaches into the driver window, grabs the guy, Pulls him down out of the still flipping overhead vehicle onto the ground and pins him down and holds his gun to arrest him. Beautiful. Sounds like he sounds like he had to be there moment because I know the movie you're talking about. I've seen bits of it. And yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. But <clears throat> at the same time I haven't seen it, so really Really, all you got to do is attribute it to that one scene. If you Google the best chase scene ever on YouTube, <laughs> what you'll get is you'll get a guy in like almost like the equivalent of like, I don't know, like a Chevette or like a smart car, basically, um, and or a jackrabbit uh, and just, you know, driving, driving down and is in like this epic chase with with a with a man on horseback. And basically there's a flatbed truck in the way of the road and the guy on horseback just sort of goes sideways (laughs) and just kind of like slides underneath the flatbed. That's one of my favorite fucking things ever. and And then with no aid of any kind of ramp or even like a slope or anything, the little like Chevette type car just kind of pop 
over the top of the flatbed. <laughs> there's, there's nothing to give it air. Zero things. It's not driving up another person. It's not driving off another car. There's no incline. There's no nothing. It just sort of goes boing and just kind of fucking Super Mario Brothers jumps the back of a flatbed truck. Okay, I, I, this is the this is the thing I, I was telling you about. Where where the see the so the dude gets out of the SUV that's spinning away, pulls out his gun, shoots the other SUV's tire. It immediately flips and just starts flipping and rolling. It, it just uh, is a clearly lot. going to yeah. land on him. Pulls the guy out of the driver's seat window <laughs> and pins him to the ground. It's hey, beautiful. Wait, when, gonna... when was that? When did so that epic. come out? Because that is a wanted, like, cutscene, kind of. I, I don't know. I'm going to put this up in the unfurled yeah. chat, people too, need to so, see that, it, but that, so that's, people can see That's this. like some wanted, curving bullet bullshit. Yeah. Oh, wanted's a good one. I love wanted. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, it was great, but, like, it somehow led to the belief that you could actually curve bullets. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah, the, the Mythbusters did a thing on it, apparently. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Anyway... Um, enough about Bollywood and how <laughs> absolutely insane it is. Okay, so I kind of have a thing. It's pretty short, but it's I'm actually just trying to look up a thing right now. Uh, okay, so neat. I did not know that was a place. All right, so I actually just saw this on like local news today um evidently uh so i'm gonna paint you a motherfucking picture so pretend that you are uh what does it say about roughly a hundred just over a hundred kilometers outside of vancouver all right okay for, for for those of you who don't know that's in canada cool. i'm sure you do um and you're in a place called uh, Deroche. All right. Okay. That sounds lame, but keep going. Not as well. No lamer. That than sounds like, Garoche. No, no lamer than like Sycamoose or <laughs> Salmon Arm. What about elbow or, and eyebrow and um, moose jaw? Dildo and, and Dildo's Cove. Yeah. Hell. Robert's arm. <laughs> Oh, just the worst. Just the worst. Uh, in Saskatchewan, there's a town literally called Forget. <laughs> I don't remember that one. Yeah, it's apparently pronounced Forge, but it's just spelt Forget. <laughs> so that's uh, a thing. Never forget. <laughs> <laughs> never forget. Never Not, Forge. <laughs> yeah, Forge. Not even once. So I just saw this today, actually, and I thought it would be kind of like a cute little thing. So. I guess, I guess, so in this picture, so imagine that, you know, you own a farm, all right? And you're, you're out looking around, enjoying your farm, you know, listening to the chickens cluck and the cows moo and, uh, you know, you're, you're just enjoying nature. Wait, what the fuck did you Ooh, say about my mom? Exactly. Now I'll get back inside. <laughs> you can't use that word. Only we can use that do, word. Moo. <laughs> do your home. Motherfucker. Uh, so imagine you're you're outside just enjoying the day, possibly with a piping hot 
you know, delicious cup of Columbia House coffee because I don't know. Um, <laughs> Folgers. No, Folgers. Straight up Folgers. Just like, yeah, ridiculous commercials. Folgers Anyways. by the spoonful. Oh, Maxwell House. Yeah. Or some <laughs> no, of that Maxwell delicious um, I, actually, instant the, coffee. The current coffee company whose ads are pissing me the fuck off is Nescafe with their stupid fucking Nescafe pour bar bullshit. Oh, uh, my God. Bar? I don't know. That's um, you'll have to tell me about that later. Yeah, yeah that is later rant. <clears throat> so, all right. So you're you're enjoying, you know, enjoying your acreage and, you know, checking out your farm. And then all of a sudden you see something in the distance up there in the sky. And is it a bird? It's getting it could be a plane. Maybe it's even Superman. That's why you stay to find out. Yep. So you're you're looking up there and you're like, huh, what is that? It's getting a little closer starting to starting to get a little lower you're just like that's got to be a bird that's got to be something and it's coming it's coming towards coming towards the farm it's coming right for us band that if only that that probably should have happened but oh it's it's keeps coming and eventually gets into view and it's an eagle and you're like oh ah the majestic eagle perfect so you probably sit there for a little while just admiring, you know, the beauty of nature and the eagle swooping down and all of a sudden the eagle swoops down and <laughs> grabs one of your chickens and decides that, ah, good dinner, time to fuck off. So, <laughs> so the eagle grabs a full grown fucking chicken. <laughs> Wouldn't the farmer have some level of experience with this? Uh, normally, yeah, normally. But not uh, realizing that the eagle would, you know, drop its nuts right on <laughs> and decide that it's going to steal a full grown chicken. <laughs> and holding this chicken, the eagle obviously can't take off great. You know, it's having some trouble getting away. And just as you consider uh, the circle of life, maybe I'd like to help that chicken. Turns out that that chicken happened to be best friends with a neighboring cow. <laughs> What? So, seeing his friend in peril, this cow ended up charging like a motherfucking banshee at this eagle and straight up, straight up tried everything in its power to fuck up that eagle so it did not get his chicken friend. <laughs> did he save the chicken? Apparently, yes. Wow. Oh How did he God. know that chicken was his? <laughs> apparently yeah apparently uh the chicken so i guess the chicken like just stepped outside of the of the chicken coop and startled the eagle and the eagle was like ah and the eagle just like grabbed the chicken and was like all right this is happening and then evidently the cow was just there's pictures of it like straight up like bull charging that fucking chicken that's and it's just incredible. like i'm gonna fuck you up and the the pictures are amazing like this cow was straight up like yeah there's like there is dust behind that cow oh yeah it like, is moving you have you have moving. never seen a cow move so fast <laughs> than when it grabbed its chicken friend yeah, yeah like look at that and that cow is fucking up that eagle <laughs> like straight up that cow's like, oh, that's amazing. Eagle gonna get curb stomped, like, straight up. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh, that is beautiful. And and like just the most beautiful, like nothing, nothing is more powerful than the power of friendship. Nature is vicious. <laughs> you know what though? And I didn't <clears throat> I didn't know this, like I've never seen it in action like it is now, but I absolutely uh I absolutely knew, like I found out a long time ago that cows apparently have best friends. That yes. a cow will look at another animal and be like, you, and then they'll be best friends. And they recognize somebody as like their best bud. And this is just like concrete proof. That's adorable. I yep. know. Like, isn't that amazing? Cows are really fucking stupid, but they're really fucking cute. And assuming vaguely, you don't have to clean up after ca- them. Cows but... seem like vaguely compassionate, like fa- actually fairly compassionate creatures. Yep. Yep, yep, there they are. They're um, not too smart, but okay. And and apparently, so I guess the I guess the more on this, the cow ended up like trying to wrangle the eagle back towards the group of cows. So because then more cows were like, "Hey, that guy's trying to steal a chicken," <laughs> and so like the cow was like wrangling it towards the other cows, and then the other cows apparently were trying to help. <laughs> Evidently, though, sadly, I was wrong, and apparently the eagle did get away with one of the with one of the chickens. Oh no! I know, which was super sad, but like, man, like that cow though, that effort, just I mean, that's pretty amazing. Wow. Yeah, like <clears throat> super awesome. Uh and evidently it was like a prize chicken or like her chickens are I guess great, so it happened to be like a sad loss, but I mean awesome though. I, I think like, the greatest loss here is that a cow has lost their friend. Yep. You know you know when we were you know when we were listening to uh I Need a Hero by Bonnie Tyler <laughs> last yeah. week? Yeah, that fucking cow is the hero we need. <laughs> That's the one right there. That's what that song is talking about. And even though unsuccessful, that cow gave it gave it its all. That yeah. cow gave it its all. It was all. just like straight up, fuck that eagle. I am going to mess it up. The eagle just wanted it more. <laughs> I guess the cow was like, ah, there's like 39 other chickens to be friends with. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I can find another chicken. Um, but uh, we have been going for, for a while, so I'm going to suggest we take a little break here. A brack? A brack. We'll uh, play Cars segment for you guys. And, Fine. And uh, we'll probably be back in a little bit here. Most Fine. likely. Nah. Unless we all die, but, you know. BRB. BRB. I, I hope we don't die. I, I, I hope so, too. It's only a few-minute break. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Carr, and tonight my original segment is going to be completely derailed by the fact that I kind of read some shitty news on the way home. Uh, so earlier today, uh, Chester Bennington, uh, who was the lead singer of Linkin Park, uh, was actually found dead in his home, and that sucks. Like I just, I just want to start out by saying that that was a really shitty thing for me to read about on the the way home from work. Um, now for me, I, my sort of, I guess, foray into music was, uh, it was kind of funny actually. And you'll see, and I'm going to get around to how this actually ties into my usual political bullshit 
in a bit, but just bear with me here. So when I was just a kid growing up, um, my mom pretty much had the radio always locked to the local country music radio station. That is the the music that I kind of grew up with. And even to this day, I can sing Garth Brooks or uh, Keith Urban or Alan Jackson back ways and front ways. No problem. Probably one of the reasons that I'm so good at doing that fun, fun southern drawl accent because, you know, it's in every damn song I ever listened to as a kid. But. I wasn't really even allowed because I, I was kind of raised in a very sort of Christian household. Well, at least my dad was super, super Christian. My mom just more, she was a farm girl. And so just naturally lend themselves to being a little bit more conservative. And that's okay. Um, and so I wasn't actually allowed to watch, to like listen to that devil rock um, when I was a, when I was a little kid. My only exposure to even bands that now are just some of my favorite bands like um, Our Lady Peace or or whatnot only really happened when other kids at school would be listening to it not on headphones but on a speaker or something like that. But for the longest time, I just kind of thought that like all of that other music was just kind of bad because I mean I I was I was raised on the music that I always listened to, so it's kind of funny. Um, but I mean, as I got into to high school and everything, and I started finally properly being able to listen to, to music that I wanted to listen to, mostly because I was a rebellious teenager, and damn you, Dad, I'm going to listen to the stuff I want to anyways. And my brother was also actually kind of a huge influence on that, is that he would also, like, and my, by then, my the rules for my life were getting a lot more lax as well. Um, by the time my younger brother and sister uh, started getting older, I think my parents just sort of gave up trying to keep such a tight leash on three pretty strong-willed kids. Um, to my benefit, because like I said, my brother was able to start bringing home music that he was listening to, and I was starting to listen to that with him. And one of these bands that I got introduced to in high school was Linkin Park. Um now, by then, Linkin Park had already had one of their other albums out for a little while, and they were working on Meteora, I believe, was had come out when I was still in late high school. Um, and that's also when I was going through a huge personal sort of discovery with being, with coming out and with kind of discovering um, my own you know, my own personal worldviews were different from that of my parents. And basically I was an angsty teenager. Let's be quite honest here. Um, and I don't think there are very many bands that sort of tie into and resonate with teen angst much more than Linkin Park, especially if you're of my generation, um, which is pretty much all of our listeners actually. So yeah, I realize for some people that may almost be like oldies music at this point, but you shut up. You're going to listen back when our day, we listened to our music on the radio, and we liked it. None of them iTunes and Zunes and whatever you call the things these days. But anyway, that is beside the point. My point is that I'm getting to is that I also started to listen to some of the other music that was coming out around the time of the immediate post 9-11 world. And there is a very distinct shift you can kind of hear in a lot of music between if you listen to music from the 90s and then you listen to the music from the 2000s, especially the, the early and mid-2000s, is basically because America and the entire Western world got a bitch slap upside the face when a couple of idiots flew some planes into some towers, um, in a real hurry, <laughs> our generation's innocence kind of got just shattered 
And a lot of music changes to sort of reflect that. If you listen to all this rock from the 90s and everything like that, it's all bouncy and fun and just like playful rebellious. Right? Listen to stuff from like Sum 41 or Treble Charger or any of those guys um, and you'll see what I mean. And then you listen to music like especially Meteora and then Minutes to Midnight from Linkin Park and there's a very different tone to it. Um, as opposed to just being teen angst for teen angst sake, there's also some other tones in there. Um, one song that really shook in my head was, uh, on minutes to midnight, uh, there's a song called hands held high and it's pretty obvious as far as political commentary goes. Um, I mean, it, it doesn't take a PhD in English, um, or in musical literature to realize that the song is most likely talking about George W. Bush. Um, there is talking about a leader who's bumbling and fumbling through his lines on a TV show, but people being scared because they're starting to read the undertones of these speeches. And again, this was a song that was released in the like smack dab in the middle of the Bush presidency when the war in Iraq and uh, Afghanistan were pretty much at their height of, um, you know, of casualties and of just the, the sheer violence and the, just how bad it was getting was that right in there. And it's not hard to see what they're talking about. But again, this is far from the first time that music has been used as a political medium. Um, another fantastic example, and the, there have probably been books upon books and PhDs and theses written on these, is the enormous culture or more countercultural impact of music during the Vietnam War. And when you get hippies and you've got, uh, you know, CCR and all of these other guys that are coming out with music like Wayward Son and, uh, or for Fortunate Son, I should say. Um, and all these other protest songs that came out of the Vietnam War era. And it's very, very easy to see parallels between music like that and then some of the music like what we were growing up with um, in the early 2000s. Uh, talking about, basically, again, these same ideas of, like, no, we are not falling for your bullshit. Uh, we reject your war. We reject this, that, or the other thing. Um and a lot of that that same sort of sort of feel there was was going on, especially with with rock and with punk music. Now it's not to say that this doesn't happen on the other side too. As I mentioned, I was raised on a lot of country music, and on the flip side, especially with and and country music has always kind of been seen as a more I guess conservative genre. I guess maybe it's just because of the areas of the of North America where it's more popular. But on the flip side, you've got songs like Toby Keith's um, Beer for My Horses, uh, which is a very and, um, adamant pro-America, let's go kick their asses because they dared to kick, tried to kick ours sort of song. And again, it's the other side of that coin, using that music to express a, a political view, a political opinion. Um, and there was actually a, some really nasty stuff that went on within the, the circle of country music because... Uh, at the time, one of the other enormous country stars, uh, the Dixie Chicks, was vehemently and vocally opposed to the war in Iraq and basically got shunned by the entire country music community because of that view. Um, and so it's again, it's basically right again, it's politics just uh, by any form, but it's it's on another stage um, on the other side of it. And. Aside from songs like this, right, like your your protest songs of the the sixties and the seventies, or your um, your post nine eleven songs um, 
and and again, I just encourage you to like if you if you are curious about this, just just give a listen to a bunch of popular music from the '90s, punch of popular music, and you can you can hear the shift of the tone. And I don't think it's just because like musical musical tastes were obviously shifting, but I think there's an absolute shift too to just kind of a, a darker and almost more, I guess, somber tone. Just again because of sort of what happened in in 2001, it's kind of hard to ignore a, a huge world event like that. Um. But music is, I mean, it's also been used forever in, in propaganda uses as well. I mean, it is pretty much impossible to think of uh, Flight of the Valkyries without thinking of, um, at the very least, again, the Vietnam War, but, uh, you know, the sight of all these big flights of American choppers flying over and guns blazing. And thank you very much, Platoon, for that that image. But also used for, I mean, famous pieces of music have used been used all over the place for uh propaganda purposes i mean hell what do you think a national anthem is right a national anthem is a thing that is a fairly new concept i mean that was that only really came out of the massive nationalism movements of the late 1700s 1800s right things like when you started getting the french national anthem or god save the king or rule britannia like these these are all concepts that have come out of a way for a uh an organization, I mean, in the case of national anthems, the state, to basically exude how fucking awesome their country is. Um, one of the things that I've always found so ridiculous, actually, and I think I've mentioned this before on the show, but I'm going to mention it again because, is the American national anthem, the Star Spangled Banner, was written the day after the first day of bombardment of an American fort, which name escapes me right now, during the War of 1812. And the Americans eventually ended up having to actually lost that battle. It's just... But the song is talking about literally British cannons shelling the utter fucking shit out of this fortress. And after the first day of bombardment, the American flag was still flying on one of the flagpoles. Again, and, I, and unless I've got my, my sources terribly wrong, uh, the Americans eventually had to abandon that fort. Uh, <laughs> so they eventually lost that battle. And I just, anyway, I just, I find, I've always found that so comedic about that song. But anyways, and I mean, and... Even then, things can change. Like, you listen to um, the debates going on right now about O Canada and changing it from um, to be more gender-neutral language, which, again, I think is kind of silly, but that's because, I mean, I've also grown up with this being the national anthem, right? In All Thy Sons Command. Uh, it's just, that is that is just a part of the song. Um, and I don't read too deeply into it. Also because, again, as a historian, I can appreciate some of the context. But... That's basically just kind of what I started thinking about when I read this news today is just how much music like that not only has impacted me because, I mean, I did, I was the angsty teen when, when Linkin Park was around, but also just how much it's always got such an influence on everything. And I don't think people always realize that, even though music is such a huge part of not just Western culture, but human culture. Anyway, that's it for me. I mean, Chester, rest in peace absolute my heart goes out to the rest of, of their band members and all the other people that he's worked with because it always sucks to lose a um a friend or a family member or a, a, a collaborator like that and you know it kind of sucks too when you think about it, i'll never be able to see these guys on tour or anything like that and it's just it just kind of sucks so you know chester bennington rest in peace uh thoughts are with your family and friends uh and of course thank you all very much for listening my name is Carr. Enjoy the rest of Unfurled. Huh. Well.
Wow. We're back. Wow. We are back. Yeah. And uh, you may notice that there is a strange yellow object uh, sitting on the... It looks very mysterious. A sexy, sexy yellow object. Sitting on the table over here. (laughs) It's full of of dildos. Oh, God. Oh, that phone. I saw that happening. (laughs) That's why I have a case. We have this yellow brick here. Brack. Um... Rick-a-brack. And it's addressed to the uh, the unfurled crew. It appears to be signed by some mysterious the, coyote creature. The yeah, unfun the, crew. The, though I'm surprised <laughs> they didn't get stopped by customs because there isn't a woo on it. Um, Three hundred fifty dollar fine. Yeah, it's actually just filled with semen. That's all that's in it. <laughs> it's just it's uh, just carefully no, knowing, packaged. Semen. Knowing the furry Who would fandom, you have got it from? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, uh, so, so this I is a package on that. from Hawaii, uh, from one of our listeners here, Coyote Sky, sent it to us. Thank you, Coyote Sky. Ah, uh, uh, you're so amazing. Ah, uh, Scotch plastic bubble mailer. I always wanted one of these. It's even recyclable. Well, now you're going to have one and lose one in the same day. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh. Bubble mailer. I suppose we should crack this open, eh? Break that shit open. Hey. Let's find out. Let's find out what's in it. it. Just uh, be careful because yeah. it could be packed. With... Don't be a fucking hazard. It's, yeah, it's gonna... packed with goodness, and you have to be careful of the goodness. Uh, just gonna. It's take as a, fragile. Be fragile. Take a corner, and then like so. We're just gonna. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Look at this. <sighs> this man uh, knows how to. Are those safety package. scissors? Yeah. Look out! Unbox therapy. We're coming for you. Right oh now. man. Yeah. I see Has so somebody tried to trademark unboxing yet? Uh, no. Nobody's tried to pull a react on the fucking unboxing thing. Uh, it's okay. good because unboxing videos and concept are package. <clears throat> okay. Unbox with unfurled. <laughs> All right. So I'm seeing. Uh, what do we got There's here? It's semen, There's, isn't it? Wow. There's a lot of stuff in here. There are so okay, many so things. So let's just. Let's grab a thing. It'll be like the 7-Eleven surprise oh, can, bag. It? Like the 99 cent surprise bag. What could it we're, be? We're being told to be careful. Uh, all right. So <laughs> just grab and crush things. We're going to grab this one. This this is first. I, I don't Are even you? know what it is. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Oh, I'm going to wear it. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, ah, I'm going to wear it. <laughs> so that. Sexy goat wear. Yes. It's a, it's a Hawaiian hula set. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm wearing it. I got to wear it. Do it. Put it on. Oh, my God. Wait. Wait. Hang on. Should I wear this next? How about I wear this next unfurled? Okay. How okay. About, how about? Because then I, I don't know. I He'll, feel like if I go off, you'll have time back. to change yeah. then. Okay. So I'm going to reach in the magic bag of mystery. Let's, let's pull out. There we go. Oh, this one's gift wrapped. And. Woo! Like Christmas wrapped. It's labeled Dirty Furs. I'll give that to the dirtiest. <laughs> the, the dirtiest, you say? <laughs> I don't know if I deserve that title. <laughs> but it would be you or me. It probably. Uh, going Carefully doing the tape thing now. He's, he's going. Oh, oh my god! He's doing the grand, the granny <laughs> uh, unwrap, trying to save the the paper. Okay. Well, it's also just one of the easiest ways to unwrap. Yeah. Here, how many? 
You know what? We'll take a vote. So, chat, while Roland is unwrapping this, should I put this should I put this hula set on right now? It's soap. There's oh we Are got you calling soap. us dirty? Oh my God. I yeah, because dirty first needs soap. Filthy ass. Filthy oh. cock is gonna be for Vox. <laughs> the delicate dude. Ooh, these smell filthy really good cowboy. too. Oh, filthy pirate spice drum. Oh, I think that the pirate. Well, I don't know. I feel oh, like that one smells really good. Then there's I... filthy bastard with the dog on the cover. I want to smell the pirate one. This, yeah, so here. this is from. Ooh, I like filthyfarmgirl.com. Delicate dude smells Hand, like menthol. Uh, handmade soap in Hawaii. Oh, you know what this smells like? This smells like rum and like every like delicious root beer I've ever had. Yeah, Ooh. well, it smells like sandalwood. Oh. There's a definite sandalwood in there. And we got, uh, yeah, filthy cock, which oh that's got like a menthol-y Here, almost. Here, smell that. Smell, smell my ass. It's minty. Oh, okay, it says on it so how many, how many soup, uh, extra filthy Two. super cock peppermint soap. Okay, I can't read the chat. Um, how many yeses are there for? Uh, so far, there's soap. three. And then there there's, three yeses. uh, yeah, filthy ass soap, and it. I don't know what that one smells like. It's a little. Uh, I like this. One. It's a little flowery though. Mm. Yeah, they all They're all wonderful. really, really nice. I, I want to smell like. <laughs> <laughs> I may. I Who may, doesn't want to smell like group here? I may take the pirate soap. <laughs> <laughs> All may, right. I might have. All right. I'm reaching in again. Let, let's see. Uh, which one? Which one? This one. I'll let's, be right let's back. Let's do this one. Let's do this one. What's what do we got here? This one is unlabeled. Unlabeled. Okay. Let's just. Uh, I'll crack this one open. Uh. I'm going to try to be careful because I don't know what's in here. There we go. All right. Uh, we have a a bag. Was it tea? Oh, it's coffee. Oh. Open fire roasted coffee from Bitchin. Kona. Uh, Kona organically grown coffee beans. Hand stirred over an open fire using a cast iron Dutch oven. The herbal parable at gmail.com. Uh, Etsy.com slash shop slash the herbal parable. Uh, I am definitely going to have to give that a try. Let's what do you think? Do you whip. think that'll be a more an espresso or more of a pour over? I'm going to think probably pour over for that, eh? Well, it's a fairly dark roast. It is. So, yeah, either like a dark roast strip coffee or... I'd be afraid to see what that would do in an espresso machine. We could try it with an espresso machine. We could give it a shot. There's no reason we can't. Yeah, we'll, <clears throat> we'll give it a shot. Uh, That's wonderful. Uh, on Ky Coyote... Or Adam has run off. It, it's <laughs> your turn to open a thing. It's your, yeah. It is. It's your turn to open a thing. <laughs> All right. I'll open the next thing. We'll, okay. we'll put Adam's spot we're, on reserve. Adam's changing, so we'll we'll skip. Okay. So 
Uh, oh, that one's labeled Morning, morning Co- Cafe. That one must be yours. Yeah, well, I'll open that one. Uh, okay, uh, this one is Cute Coyote Noises. That's Adam. definitely Adam. We'll get him to open that one. Uh, I love this guessing game we have. This one's unlabeled. You oh, want to open that? I'll get the unlabeled one. Okay, we're we're cutting it open. It's a it's a an unmarked white pla a white paper wrap here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what this do, one is tea. Is it? Oh, oh, matcha powder. Nice, nice. Actual and matcha. tea. Yeah, cultivating the goodness. Traditional Hawaiian herbal tea. Uh, Awakava tea. Yeah, there's a... Uh, uh, oh, wow. Okay, for anxiety, sleeping aid, headaches, and more. Uh, it says boil three cups of water, aluminum teapot, add a tea bag... Uh, let's steep for 10 to 15 minutes. Wow. That is a long steep time. Uh, reheat if needed to increase the strength, taste and color. Let's steep longer. Uh, one tea bag will yield approximately four to six cups. Huh. And matcha then, powder is pretty self-explanatory yeah, a bunch there. Of, uh, is it like organic Hawaiian matcha powder? I'm going to assume. Uh, let's see. Um, the, the nature of all of these. Hawaii, have been... Hawaiian's, Hawaii Simple Gourmet LLC. One cup of green tea matcha has the same something something of ten cups of regular green tea. Wow. Oh, there's three packets in there. Yeah. Damn. Dried green tea matcha powder. That's it. There, there is one yeah. ingredient. There there's not much too matcha too matcha powder. No. Uh I actually don't have a matcha set. Do you? Uh I don't have a whisk or anything. No. no. I'm gonna have to pick one up. And uh yeah, uh, packet weight th- one gram, net weight three grams, packet count three. Uh, ten cups of regular green tea. Try one on your favorite vanilla ice cream. Which is not a bad idea. It that really is isn't. All right, I'm going right, to... Morning Cafe Fe. I'm going to crack open Morning Cafe Fe. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, uh, By the way, Coyote, you're... Oh my God, there's so much stuff in here. Thank you yes, so much. Yes, this is a... This is, a lot more than I had anticipated. Yeah. I thought there'd just be like a pile of t-shirts or something. I was expecting a novelty of some sort. I was expecting to get laid, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> no, that one's for Adam. Ah, Hawaii joke. Okay, what do we got? It's a Ziploc bag. Okay. What have we been <laughs> shipped here? Drugs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Go Hawaii heroin. The, the finest uncut Hawaiian heroin. <laughs> I didn't know Hawaii had black tar, uh, but you know. Okay, I'm just trying to open this without cutting or crushing it. Uh, okay, let's open this up. It's a bag of red. Bunch of red. Naturally grown estate Puna More coffee. coffee, oh my god. Damn. What do we got? It's it's in a Ziploc bag too. It's all, oh my god, and that's taped. Coyote, you have you have single handedly created a tape shortage. I, I'm gonna rip this open so that we can smell it. Okay, and I'll, I'll open this one up too. Oh, there's two bags. What? 
There's, there, oh, oh, wait, no, no, there's a pamphlet. Local business, this is where we live. Divine Hawaii, Hawaiian coffee and gifts. Uh, naturally grown estate Puna coffee specialty gifts. Oh my God, the Kona stuff smells incredible. Love the smell I am of going to crack open this bag. This is the Ka'u, I don't, am I pronouncing this right, Coyote? Ka'u dark roast? K-A apostrophe U. Or it could just be cow. Cow. It's cow dark roast. Cow. Uh, we need okay. phonetics on this, Coyote. Yeah, we do. Uh, okay. <sighs> oh. Oh my god, that smells incredible. I I really like the smell of that one. This one smells, this one smells darker, actually. It, it does. I, I'm just going to reopen this one. I'm going to smell them side by side, do the side by side test. Divine Hawaiian Coffee and Gifts, Inc. So the, the Kona. I love the smell of the Kona. The Kona has a bit of a marzipan smell to it, a little bit. It's got like that sweet yeah. marzipan kind of. That must be what I like in there. Uh, it's you know almost like a like a coconut or marzipan, like a like a nougat type smell. Whereas the uh, more traditional the, dark roast. Well, the kau dark roast it almost has like a bit of a citrusy acidic smell. Uh, so I think that one's going to be a little more like you know uh, of the. Uh, uh, dr like, I mean, I hate to sound like a wine guy, but like, you know, your dried fruit kind of orangey, well, I mean, citrus type coffee flavor. has definitely reached that point. It At really least has. In Calgary, it's almost, I won't say mandatory, but it's fairly widespread at this point. Kao. 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 So it is like cow. Kao. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, and that's the thing. Like with when it comes to coffee and stuff, uh, I've actually I, I I can tell the difference between like you know uh, you know the the more like nutty, buttery type flavors, and then the citrusy, acidity yeah. type flavors. The only thing, like I think, the thing that's most frustrating about like actually learning to like to become a coffee aficionado, you have to be able to tell what the different flavors are, and for a lot of people, the taste of coffee is so overpowering. Oh yeah, that you can't taste it, and so trying like well, in, trying to learn what to look for in a coffee when you're looking for flavors is like one of the most frustrating things. Oh, it, it is too, because you have to know like what the bean is going to naturally put. Uh, know what the ooh, bean tastes like. No ooh. Ka ka oh 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 oh. <laughs> so so uh, like oh like go or ooh like moo like moo cow oh, cow 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 <laughs> like moo okay um yeah like because the thing is like i said some beans they do like they're they're oh, kind of also coyote how hilarious are our uh, accents right now yeah um but there's kind of like there are definitely two different types of major flavor profiles in the coffee world, and the, that is like the citrus, berries, fruit, 
very uh, like leaning towards acidic flavors yeah. versus like nutty and, and then more on the, neutral flavors yeah, like caramel. The other side you have like the nut, the caramel, and the you know marzipan, Cinnamon, marshmallow, marzipan, yeah, that kind the, of stuff. In between, you do have like the other notes. You got like you know the cinnamony, like, spicy. Com- combining them isn't unheard of, of course. Yeah, so it, there's kind of like, but those are your two major ones. Uh, so. Uh, like pulling espresso you kind of have to know what the bean is supposed to taste like because the thing is if you pull it wrong you can make a really nutty buttery a coffee taste really acidic well, and astringent see and that's why it's not so bad to use regular coffee when you're pulling espresso too just to give yourself a flavor profile yeah. to see well, what tastes good in an espresso what tastes good in your coffee well, so so the coffee that i use in my espresso machine right now is actually a, a blended it's a blend uh, espresso yeah. and that's the thing that's the way espresso used to be made because like there's sort of two different uh sort of two different like mindsets when it comes to coffee there's the people who are like i want to taste this bean i want to know what this bean tastes like i want to taste all of the flavors in this bean I want to know everything about it. I want to get to know it. I want to be intimate with this bean. But then there's the other people who are like, I want really good espresso. I'm going to take the this one and this one and this one and put them together to make a full flavor it profile. More of a recipe as opposed to a single ingredient. Right. Yeah. And, and there's, there's sort of a, a thing to be said about both, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, getting to know one bean and learning its flavors, there's a certain exploration involved in that. But then there, oh, there's a lot more to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but then on the other hand, you know, it, it's sort of like the difference between eating a really fucking good apple. Right, you get this apple that you know one of, one of your GMO ma- apples versus yeah, like, know, uh, or or like you know you get that like ridiculous organic, no hormone, no b- antibiotics, grass fed steak. You your, want that your, shit with just steak, salt, pepper. That's your, it. Your third wave fair trade kind of yeah. Well, it's just a ridiculous like five A fucking Kobe. You make that shit with just steak. It's just a steak. You put some salt and pepper on it. And other than that, you're just eating some fucking steak. Yep. Or you can take some beef and you make a really good recipe out of it. And you make a extremely good dish. Well, it's like the difference between a steak and some spaghetti. Yeah. Right. You know, you, you can make some really fucking good food out of a recipe. Or you can enjoy just a really fucking good ingredient on its own. It the uh, like a latte with like a single origin bean would be like your steak and potatoes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, versus you know a latte with a blended bean and maybe a shot of vanilla or something. Yeah, maybe or, you want to do some simple syrup vanilla or or like See, uh, throw I'm, some some chocolate. I'm in there. absolutely not above putting syrup in my coffee because I know people want syrup in their coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're I, ready for this. It shit. sounds like Adam is ready. Adam is ready for this shit. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Oh, it's got the flower and everything. He's such a pretty girl. I love it. It fits you perfectly. Uh, we can, we can move the camera a little bit here. Just bend down, bend, bend like squat. Yeah. Uh, everything's going to pop up. Wait for a date. <laughs> and someone with breasts. Oh, man. Like trying to get this off and on. 
Okay, here. Uh, I'm gonna. Oh, I'm just gonna move the the camera a little bit so that the people in the in the chat can see. Or uh, if you're not watching on YouTube, uh, there. Yeah, you should be for one. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll have to like take a. Somebody on the YouTube get a GIF of this and put it in the Telegram chat and shit so that we can we can post this. It's, yeah, somebody, this somebody GIFy this. <laughs> I think I, we might get pulled from YouTube for this. No, uh, I guess nothing's showing. We're just gonna get demonetized for our sexually explicit content. Yeah. Yeah, because YouTube doesn't know what the fuck a controversial topic or you know pornography is. Oh my god, that's fantastic! Ah, <clears throat> uh, beautiful. It looks lovely. On you. It does. It doesn't cover your ass at all. No, no, it doesn't. Oh, no. No. It, 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 it's kind of fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that flower is incredible too. You are the prettiest woman here. I'm Adam. so glad you put it on. Oh, I tried. I tried so it took a while. Like, ah, I was like, ah, it's just three strings that are just like, I'm like, oh. <laughs> Come on, uh, ladies. We all, we all, we both put our bras on one leg at a time. Yeah. Uh, all right. Adam's getting himself fixed up here, and then he's going to have to open the cute coyote noises package. Oh, yeah. I'm sure she is squealing. Just all the way over in the states right now, or or barfing, <laughs> like, oh, the, she, rest, she like the rest it. of the internet. No, she yeah. loves it. This, this is this is what probably the fu funniest shit I have seen. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dainty flower. Hey, I'm a we, dainty hey, flower. Can we call you Daisy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, goats eat daisies. No, call me. <laughs> all right, here you go. Here's the scissors. There's coyote your noises, coyote right over noises. Oh uh, yeah, he's trying so hard not to just like <laughs> just like, like everything just my bra. popping out everywhere. All right. <laughs> it almost looks like your tattoo has a respirator on. Maybe it does. Yeah, <laughs> the little breast cups are the it cups. The breast the are right. the filters. Okay. God, this. Oh my god, that fucking flower is so Right? Good. I worked hard to get this in my head. <laughs> I worked very hard! And you didn't even notice. Okay. I just don't want to uh, wreck. You're my, you're my fucking hero, Adam. <laughs> you, <laughs> are, you are, Am I you are a braver man than I. I'd have done I, it. I don't know. Oh, it's more... Ooh, ooh it's medium dark roast coffee. Ooh! Plantation you coffee. Get? Hand-picked, sun-dried, grown in the district of the Big Island. Medium dark roast. I bet you this is awesome. Here, let, let's cut that shit open and give it a sniff. Yeah, this, yeah, um, you, missed, you missed all of the coffee smelling yeah, that we, that we, were we did. I'm going to smell that coffee. I was trying to get pretty. <laughs> shit takes time. Oh, it pays off. <laughs> it totally doesn't. Uh, Coyote says she has the hugest smile right now. Yeah, I, I was hoping she that. would say boner, but <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, the biggest boner right now. <laughs> I have the strangest boner right now. Um, can somebody 
How do you... uh, just use the scissors. Cut it open. Oh, you're just going to cut out, like, cut yeah. open the top. I didn't yeah. know if that... Release the freshness? Well, technically, yes. Technically, but... You know... But it also... coffee has a shelf life of, like, two weeks. Oh, yeah. You're, you'll be fine. Just get it into a tight bag, and you'll, you'll be totally fine. Though I would drink it soon. Oh, nice. Smell those, too. That's what I'm going down for. Uh, going down for? Oh, matcha powder. I heard about it, but I... Yeah, we got matcha powder. We got, uh, we got tea. Oh, that does. Oh, that does smell amazing. really good. All this coffee. You know what? I'm not even, like, a giant... Lay down far the stream is back. Yeah. <laughs> we need to, like, take an episode... Like I, lo- take- I love watching you do that dance with the piercing and shit, uh, like the nose piercing. And the just we should take gauges. the next episode to make some of this coffee. Yeah, we well, we should. And then smell that one. That one's got like some marzipan going on. Look at this guy. He, lo- he looks like a nice stand-up fella. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to make you coffee. All right. I'm going to reach into <laughs> our bag of wonder here. Here you go, Roland. There's one for you. Or what's that say? Oh my god, nom, there is nom, so nom. much stuff. We're like not even half done the bag. No, there, there, juice there, guy? There's a bunch of shit in here. You just get like wholesale coffee or something? Uh, well, in Hawaii, I, I imagine it's not very hard to find really fucking good coffee. All right? Do you smell the marzipan in there? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I bet you all this coffee just tastes ridiculously good. I think I think this should be like a, like an unfurled thing now. That, that, that we just make this, some fucking coffee. Yeah, like we all have a coffee. Like whenever we come here now, yeah. and we, I, we try I some of this of amazing idea. coffee that Sky sent us so lovingly, which is so awesome. <clears throat> this is so great. Like you, you know, you know what we can do then, Roland. You can get your uh, your old crappy espresso machine. Well, I guess it's not crappy. It's still pretty damn good, but... <laughs> your piece of shit espresso machine. Your old one, though, and you can put it in the set when we get that built in the basement. I could. Yeah. I, I might need to get the pump fixed or something like that. I think there's something up with it, but yeah, I can definitely get that fixed. <laughs> it's just like, as we're streaming, there's just fucking, like, coffee sounds in the background. These now. Oh, Ooh, they look what? like they chocolate. Look like, they do like chocolate bars. A kava, kava, a 3,000-year tradition. Kava, kava hut. It smells like tea or oh, something. Oh, dark chocolate, coconut, ginger. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Dark I bet you vanilla, coconut, and ginger. 70% cocoa. Oh, my God. Organic dark chocolate, lime, curry, and natural pineapple. Wow. What? I'm going to feel super bad if we try, like, any of this without yeah, we're Yeah, we're going to have to wait for Vox to taste any of these. Yeah. Um, but, oh my god, there's just so much stuff here. Yeah. Like uh, Christmas. Okay, what, what am I going to get? I get this one. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, it's uh, red. Uh, red. Bu- bubble package. We get a bunch of bubble wrap we can uh, <laughs> go to town on too now, which is pretty great. Uh, maybe I shouldn't put the scissors down like Don't. where I'm sitting. Go in. <laughs> I, can see okay. that. I can see that going terrible. Yeah, all right. Uh, this hey, Coyote, do we like get to share the luau skirt, too? Leaves. There's a bunch of leaves. It's a bag of leaves. Is it loose tea or pot? Uh, it is... I don't believe you can. Herbal tea. Uh, mama key, herbal, herbal tea. 
100% pure Hawaiian, no caffeine, no cholesterol, soothing, cleansing, and rejuvenating. All right on. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, it's, it's not a sealed bag. Oh, it is a sealed bag. All through it? Not, not really. I think the smell of the soap sort of bled onto it a little bit, so you can't smell much through the through the plastic. Yeah, it, it's like, it's weird for tea, too, because it's not, like, cut up. It, it's yeah, like, it's, it's like it's a, just looks yeah, like a loose like tea. A, it looks like somebody just went to a branch, cut it off, and, like, shoved it in a bag. I'm good with that. Yeah. Your Hawaiian mama key. So uh, I got, like, my, my pour-over tea thing that I we can make some tea with and stuff, too. Right on. Yeah. Cleanse toxins from the blood. Lower blood pressure. I, I actually have a metal tin I can put that into to keep it for a little longer. Oh, yeah. Do that. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. straight up just like leaves. Like, yeah, it's, it's just, just absolutely a... like just shredded Okay, leaves. so you know what we should do like next That's week? That's awesome. To start everything with like a really pretentious like setting and background. Of, uh, <laughs> sitting around <laughs> sipping tea and coffee. Ah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I guess the next, next one's Adam's. I can open a thing. Yeah, here we go. Adam. Wait, what's that one say? Glory! Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, you are pretty fucking glorious right now, and you're full, <laughs> like, grass no skirt, demonetized. Yeah. Uh, double monetization. <laughs> Am I right? Well, they, they can't demonetize us, though, because you're a dude wearing women's clothing, so... Uh, that, 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 that'd be prejudice uh, those, those... the one good thing about that stupid movement <laughs> um sweet hawaiian cocoa nibbies oh cocoa, cocoa nibs sweetened with organic uh agave and rolled in cocoa and that one's in a resealable bag we can taste that one before vox gets here <laughs> oh, right on. yeah they're like little like little niblets just kind of like Oh yeah! How about if you like, like little, sprinkle them on something? Like chunks. we got some ice cream or something. You know, actually, what those would be really good. Like just the size and the particular grind uh, would be great for. It would be for making uh, mocha with the, all of the coffee we just got. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Ah, um, oh, thank it, you. Actually, There's so many is, awesome well, things. The thing is, this isn't chocolate. These are. This is just ground up. Cocoa. I feel like it would it'd be good for like hot chocolate or something, right? Like, uh, or or like a topping of some sort. Uh, I think it's just like chunks of actual roasted cocoa bean. Yeah, like just you know, like, like little... basically, this is where fries cocoa would come from, except this is sweetened. Oh yeah, no, you can yeah. do yeah. So that badass. We, we should take a nibble. We we will we will in a okay. Actually, do you want to take a nibble now? We can nibble after. But we still got so much oh, to yeah, go we, through. We because, this is true. We do. Because okay, Sky is amazing uh, and oh, sent us a bajillion we, thing. We'll let you read that uh, after. Because uh, uh, it's a postcard. Uh, so, Roland, here. You get to open this one. I'll open this one. Um, okay. Hey, Adam, you get the... Oh, whoa, what's this? Uh... Roland, I'll give you this one too. Uh, and the last one is here. Oh, for oh, this one's for Ryu. Okay. Uh, I'll set this one down, and I'll I'll have I'll have him come down. Aw, that's uh, so awesome. For oral insertion only. 
Uh, what? In your mouth. Are these... It looks Jeez. like dried fruit. It looks like delicious... Maybe dried piss nipple? Dried mango? Ah, uh, you're always talking about them mangoes! Is, is that dried mango? What is that? It might be dried mango. Let, let me let me smell. Let me smell. Oh yeah, that's dried mango. No, that's pineapple. Dried oh, piss nipple. Oh, dried pineapple. Sweet. Oh, hot damn. Man, we're getting. I guess spoiled. those go to you next. Here, give give that that one a sniff. That that's ridiculous. Give it this a, a bag drive. I'm pretty sure we have actually broken the law at this point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, importing. That's absolutely. But the important thing out. is we didn't get caught. Yep. Okay. I'm opening the next one. Oh my god, there's coyote. There's so much what stuff have you done? in here. There is so much stuff. I can't like oh I feel I, I feel bad uh, yeah it, uh, it's, <laughs> like, it's like man it's so you, much like yeah, it's you didn't so have awesome. to do go through all of this we, uh, we greatly appreciate yeah, it we really do but, oh my god so damn so much okay um okay what do we got in here we got a bag it's a bag it's a bag it's a bag it's a bag hawaii's uh, is local buzz macadamia nuts Oh, wow. Macadamia nuts. Yeah. Macadamia nuts. Uh, 100% Hawaiian grown, harvested, and processed in the big island of Hawaii. Uh, rich in volcanic soil, ideal growing conditions to produce macadamia nuts with outstanding sweetness and flavor. Unlike most brands of macadamia nuts, our nuts are dehydrated, never roasted. Oh. Mm. Uh, amazingly crunchy nut that tastes as close as possible to the fresh, right, fresh nut right out of the shell. Oh, hey, I, sh I could have just turned it over and looked, looked at the package. <laughs> well, I was, oh, I was curious. Like, I thought maybe you were doing it for suspense, not to look at the... Uh, uh, season you can open up yours first if you want. Oh, sure. It doesn't matter. Okay. Uh-huh. Dead silence not. on. <laughs> you, should, you should tell Rio if he's not watching the stream. He should probably watch the stream. Aloha! It's a sticker. Oh, that's oh we, got, awesome. we got a bunch of stickers. Small vinyl sticker. Malama pono keep the aina ono. Uh, oh, 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 go oh. with the flow. Oh, I am. Aloha, malama pono. Surrounding yourself with molten lava reminds you to stay calm and centered. Ah, that's awesome. <laughs> okay. Those are yeah. wicked. Aloha rainbow yeah, sticker. those are all awesome. Oh, it's just a vinyl. Okay. I want to call dibs on the go with the flow sticker. Go with the flow. Surround I will yourself. put it on my Civic. Aloha <laughs> Malama I... Pono. Uh, I don't know how to say uh, any of these things. Random man. Uh, the Prezies are from Coyote Sky just because... It's, okay. Wow. Because we're she's, special. Yeah. And then uh, okay. because she loves us and she's our best listener. Yeah. Is this just cardboard that this That's is just wrapping? cardboard? Yeah. She she's used a box of some sort to wrap the uh, the stickers. 
a box of thin stackers <laughs> uh red rice and quinoa pus- mm. puffed <laughs> grain cakes i love that we've now resorted to reading the packages of packaging G- gluten-free 100 so now we know that uh coyote sky ate a box of uh, uh red rice and quinoa puffed grain cakes Maybe somebody what else don't it. we know about you yeah uh, Coyote Sky hasn't gone on record saying she eats <laughs> quinoa, red rice puffed, <laughs> but she also hasn't gone on record saying she doesn't eat quinoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fucking un- uh, maybe it's because she's too busy eating not, babies. Not undergrads. Fucking clone high. Clone high. What's this? Oh whoa! What's this? What's this? What's this? There's magic in the air. Oh no way! It's straight up full vanilla beans. Yay! Holy shit! Like, the second the package even, like, creased, it was like, vanilla beans. Oh, that smells like, awesome. That's amazing. Like, you get within five feet of that, and you're like, that's a straight up vanilla oh bean. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hey, the, these are in, like, a, like a home vac saver pack. Did you vac saver these, Coyote? I, like you can even smell a little bit through them. I'm a delicate flower. I uh, love vanilla. Oh my god! Right. Let me hula. Let me just sniff <laughs> this. <laughs> no. Uh, Hold on. Oh, they smell no, so good. No right? run. No run. Go to uh, okay. Hawaii. Let me hula. Yeah. All right. So Ryu. So we we asked you downstairs. Has a package. Yeah, because Coyote Sky gave you a package. Coyote Sky got you a got you a thing. Uh, they can't they can't see hey, the Coyote. Hey, Adam, we... turn the turn the camera a little bit towards it. Oh. While, while he's opening the cap, the package, Coyote, what do these ones mean? I imagine it's like aloha, or like hello, something. Uh, like Roland, can you turn the camera a little towards him because he can't be seen? Oh no, he, never mind. He can he can be seen. We're okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just my uh, thing. Was we being can't a little... see the live live feed. Yeah. What happens if I click the live button? Oh, here? a local vanilla bean farmer. That is sweet. Oh, that's oh, amazing. Wow. You're amazing. Vanilla fresh off the cob. Okay. It seems to be professionally wrapped. <laughs> Everything's been professionally wrapped. I feel, <laughs> ba- wrap. I feel bad just ripping it. We have scissors somewhere. Yeah. I handed the scissors I thought over there. Where? Oh no, they're right here. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Chapstick. Chapstick. What is that? Isle buzzards. Sweet. Breathe aloha. What do we got here? Cardboard. <laughs> so, so what, what did you get here uh i got Hawaiian a i think i got board. a sticker and some lip chap all right on. what Let's kind of lip chap? how's the lip chap smell oh wow it's uh mango lip balm sounds yeah sounds tasty you're gonna get some hot smooches <laughs> oh it says what it means See now you can just just put it on and lick your lips constantly. Now just put it on and be like, "Would you fuck me?" 
I okay, so me. aloha. To share the breath of life is the uh, malama pono. Keep the aino ono, and then oh, there's al- a little card explaining all of them. Yeah. Uh, oh, aloha. To share the breath of life and malama pono to care for things righteously. Ah, that's oh, awesome. Nice. Those are so yeah. nice. I love. Yeah, I love. Oh yeah, those. and then this was malama ono. Uh, uh, malama pono. Keep the. Uh, Aina Ono, do the right thing, keep the land delicious. Uh, right that's what that one is. I feel like that one's your sticker. <laughs> keep the land delicious. Keep it to do. And then you got the you Ryu here got a breathe aloha sticker. Uh, breathe aloha, bo- vote for love always. Vinyl sticker. Ah. I I think that's it. I think that's it. That's uh, it. We got just go through the. Stuff to make sure that so it, many things. I yeah. I love the How variety of everything. So many things. There's so much coffee. Uh, I am so, so excited for this. Coyote, coffee. you are my hero. This so much amazing. coffee. What? Oh, uh, you did so much. Oh yeah. Yeah. Where are you gonna put your sticker? Right beside Homer. Uh, by who? Actually, Homer oh, Homer. The Homer oh. Chew sticker. And uh, Coyote, that sticker, go with the flow, is going right on my camper. I'll yeah. send you. I'll send you pictures. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, that's uh, amazing. That probably took us like 40 minutes to do. Yeah, that took a little while to go through, didn't it? You're amazing. Oh, Thank wow. you so, so much. So the, the computer stream, the, the monitoring computer, yeah. that stream's only caught up to doing Cars segment. Wow. <laughs> oh, my, oh my God. God. That's But the rest of like yeah. everything else is pretty. Well, because we're behind on the stream here, aren't we? Uh, I think so. Yeah, bit, yeah. Well, yeah, because I'm opening stuff on that one, so. Okay. Um, uh, let's see if we have any other email. Yeah. Just real quick. Switching accounts. Please wait. Storage almost full. Uh, oh. Thank you, Coyote Sky. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, turn on notification. Turn on. Uh, we've got an email from China to fill out a form. Yay, China! Uh, uh, we have weird. a really long email from Doctor Pidget. Doctor, oh my God, that Pidget. is a long email. Well okay. done. Okay, well let's do this email. Okay, who should we take turns with the paragraph since there's only one, or uh, should we just have... uh, just read it? Just go. Okay. Uh, Roland and Adam are different things. <laughs> hey, a towel. What? And th- <laughs> Hey, a Tal and three other people who occasionally get to talk. <laughs> ah! Ah! Yes! Burn! In ah! your face, Grim Reaper! I mean, Tal. Uh, oh my god. That's amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> Thank you. That's... Man, this has been such a good episode for us. Yes. Uh, a while ago, I was trawling for ideas for my next writing project and wanted to focus on marginalized, though not oppressed, cultures and their adaptations to general society. Long story short, I became fascinated by the idea of the furry community and its ideals and perspectives. My job lets me listen to podcasts for hours on end while I work, so I subscribe to the nerds at Fur What It's Worth and Furcast. I didn't like them. Too much empty blabbing. Uh, And I was never able to divine many worthwhile insights from their opinions and assumptions. But then I found you guys, and you guys are... I don't want to say awesome. (laughs) Okay, then don't. Perhaps excellently mediocre... 
deviantly <laughs> normal, unfathomably fathomable. Canadian, that's the word. Uh, I like your writing style. Oh, we did forget to read the postcard. We'll read that after. That's what I was, yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to say. Anyway, after a recent calling, I'm subscribed to just nine podcasts, and somehow you guys survived the slaughter. I am surprised. Yay! Wow. Yeah. I'm deeply impressed by Tal's unfiltered Trump-esque tell-all attitude and Vox's intellectual honesty, curiosity, and sheer depth of character. And the other guy's general presence are okay, I guess. <laughs> Man, uh, after I complimented you, what the this hell? This is straight up okay? Like, this is just fucking okay? Do I yeah. look fucking okay to you? Yeah. <laughs> um, in the last couple of weeks, I've consumed a solid third of all episodes ever produced. Wow. Uh, does that include Unfurled 1? Uh, I don't know. Because probably not, if he's just found us. Yep. Um, I've been glad to relive the history of the last few years and fast forward with a couple of pot-smoking, ice-encrusted Canadian hippie communists as guides. As a Bible-toting Christian, ruddy-faced, contrarian, cuck servitored, I've been having silent sparring sessions with Tal's anti-bigotry and bemoaning Adam's 10 minutes too late centrism. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, you guys can talk about the most asinine and completely irrelevant topics and still somehow have me completely engrossed. A couple episodes ago, from my perspective, Tao was freaking about needlessly pimped out consumer grade electronics for like thir- and for like 30 minutes. I was ticked off at him because I want my printer to have strobe lights and spiked ed- edges <laughs> and to emit gentle vroom vroom sounds during uh. operation. <laughs> and then I realized I was being stupid. So yeah, <laughs> it's been fun. I cannot wait to hear you guys eventually squeaking over the release of Zootopia, the candlelight vigil that will be held in the late November 2016 episode and the ir- inevitable sound of wood snapping, Roland screaming, oh crap, grab it. Followed by Sheepa's message explaining that the shelf holding all the tech equipment broke. Happens in every homegrown podcast. Anyway, the real <laughs> reason I'm sending this email, up until yesterday, I was not aware that Roland and Adam were separate persons. Wow! Adam, who is, if I'm not mistaken, a goat, is not included in your thumbnail icon in the Apple Podcast Store. You acknowledged this a year and a half ago. The persistence of this problem suggests that he is either unloved or no longer alive. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that would be sad, but whatever. The real real tragedy is thus. Adam and Roland have extremely similar voices, and so when they speak, I am incapable of distinguishing them. Really? So I I have no trouble. Here's to you. Who's reading this email right now? Guess, Guess wisely. Um... Please have them read some of the cringy and deeply personal poetry they wrote as eight-year-olds so they can, so the blind can hear and discern the difference between them. Uh, regards, the newly minted bird furry, question, or brackets, feathery, whose existence is partially your fault, Damon Pidgeot. The partic- P.S. The particular format of episode 90, episode negative 49 was fantastic and should be replicated whenever possible. Oh, I'll have to go back and give that one a listen. And figure are out you, what the hell was the... Yeah. Are you a pigeon? Do- uh, Dr. Pidget. 
Uh, the, the icon. He, he does look like it, it. Does look like a pigeon or the, the icon? Uh, almost looks like a crow. Uh, it's maybe maybe a, maybe a mallard. Mallard. Not no, a look. mallard. No. Roland. Roland. I, I see it here. It's yeah. like crow I, I think or it's a black crow or a raven black or pigeon something. or something. I don't know. Wait, are crows and ravens the same thing? I thought they were. Uh, no, I think they're slightly different. Yeah. I thought there was just like a it's like the crocodile there. alligator thing. Oh, uh, they're the same but different. Okay, well, thank you very much for that email. Uh, you know, we I definitely appreciate it. Uh, Al, I'm the glad, time and effort. Hopefully, you enjoyed our uh, rant about coffee <laughs> for uh, like I don't, I don't, I a good a... third of this episode was <laughs> us talking about fucking coffee. coffee. Hey man, my entire life has been coffee. Is like the only thing I can talk about right yeah. now. <laughs> uh, though we, I don't think there's any other emails. Uh, so all we got left now is, is the uh, postcard. Is the postcard from Coyote Sky? Want me to read that postcard? Yeah, yeah. All right. Our wondrous Coyote Sky writes. In perfect coyote fashion, I have sent this package at precisely the right time. Happy episode zero. Yay! Yeah! Happy episode zero! Perfect timing. That perfect timing. timing. Thank you, coyote. Um, rawr! I have searched the island far and wide to bring you the finest of Hawaiian-made goodies. Enjoy! Love you guys. Heart, 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 heart. Sincerely. Coyote Sky Heart. Awesome. Amazing. Oh, see, here's the joke. That's the joke. You're not in episode negative 49. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 that's, oh. that's awesome. That's the joke. Uh, I like this Pidget character. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Pidget, you need to send us more emails. I like a no yes, bullshit. Please do. Take no shit attitude. Yep. Respectable. I like it. <laughs> But, you know, I, I'm not really um, decided on that. He's got a way with words. Yeah. All right. Well, I think uh, we should probably call the, call the episode here. I think we're done here. Yeah. Oh, Adam is... Uh, Fun wiggling, for the eyes and the ears. Bake him away, yeah, He's boys. wiggling his shells. Um, but uh, we would like to thank uh, Scream Fox and Omari for the uh, music and the logo, respectively. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you very much to all of our listeners. Uh, you know, you guys are the reason we do this, really. Uh, uh, you know, we love hearing from you. We love seeing you in the chat. You know, even if, you, uh, if you're a perpetual lurker, you know, thank you for giving us the time of day to listen to our shitty opinions and all that we love all our listeners yeah. all of you uh except for some of you we'd also g like to give a very special thank you to all of our patrons uh, you know you guys help you. us out a lot again especially with building thank the studio you, right now down in the in our basement to do this properly so uh hopefully the equipment fucks up less <laughs> um you know, also if you'd like to send us any comments, questions, criticisms, anything like that, you can find all of our information at uh, unfurled.net. It's our, you know, we got a contact form there. You can find our Twitter. Everything like that is all there for you laid out. Uh, links to YouTube, Twitter, Telegram, our Telegram chat. We love hearing you in the Telegram chat as well. Uh, if you don't like using contact forms on the internet, you can also send us an email directly to us at unfurled.net. That's us at unfurled.net. Um, but yeah. 
So oh, also people on the YouTube remember to do the like, subscribe, like, and the yeah. subscribe. I noticed this guy just mentioned she was unboxed. Is that like getting neutered or spayed? Well, oh God. That's a terrible joke. Oh, gross. Also, gross. I would just like to point out that Coyote Sky's package did arrive at with perfect timing. Did it? Because we have spent this entire episode talking about, like, well, half this episode talking talking about about coffee. coffee. And half our packages were coffee. coffee. So thank you, Coyote Sky. Perfect timing. Amazing. Just amazing. All right. Uh, But yeah. All right, we love y'all, bitches. Adam, say goodbye. (laughs) I love it every time. Every time it makes me laugh. Every time. And as usual, we love you. We'll miss you. Beware, Foxzilla, and aloha, motherfuckers. Is it imply you're killing me or bringing me back to life? Both. <laughs>